Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Gina's Groove Theory, broadcasting to you out of Victorville, California. Tonight's show is deemed Making America Great Again. What does that mean to black people? President Trump, as most refer to him as number 45, his election strategy slogan echoes sentiment from poor white folks, which generated them to coming out the woodwork to follow him in the 2016 elections. We, who are in the fight for our freedom in this world, it suggests many things. But in reality, in my opinion, taking us back past the Civil War where black people were in slavery, the recruiting of some Latino and blacks to vote for him, and as well, erasing the former President Barack Obama's legacy. Does this agenda have a theme for all or none? That is the topic of discussion tonight. I'd like to welcome everyone here, those of you who'd like to join in the conversation and who are logged in on the number, I call in guest number, you can press one if you feel you'd like to join in the discussion. I just received a text. As well, for everyone who is at home who wants to be, okay, who wants to be uh, anonymous, uh, as I tell you, you can always text me on my phone, and I will uh, give everyone your side and what you'd like to say. I make that available for people who feel as though they don't want to be anonymous. on live radio, and that is one of the uh, specialties that I do do. Everybody doesn't want to uh, be serious about the issue of Trump. Uh, President Trump, as he's called, number 45, has he been there in regards to what poor people expect of him? And I must say, his election slogan is what won him his presidency. When you say making America great again, you have to ask yourself, as a black person, what's really been so great for you? Making America great again is reflective of the era of the Civil War and slavery for black people. It was never a good joy ride for us. Even as today, as I sit here and I'm broadcasting this live show, I can attest to there's nothing that is great for our black people. With friends and families and relatives who are now unemployed, the sentiment is that they are being singled out They're being led out of their jobs. So, as I say, when President Trump began his run for office, there was not the idea that he was running for any of us, unless you're a billionaire. I don't like to be hard and As I can say, if there's anything that we can learn from President Trump, it would have to be his business. 
skill. As a president, I can't say that I support his his purpose. His purpose was not to help poor whites, poor blacks, poor Latinos, any of the above. I realize that many have voted for him. I can say, in my own opinion, that the reason that President Trump reached out is because he needed those votes. He needed the votes of everyone, which, in fact, brought a lot of the poor whites out to the elections, and that's how they got him in. I see a lot of a lot of people out there detesting him and acquiring that he is doing a good job. It's all in a smokescreen. As I say, anyone who's out there who'd like to join in the conversation, I'd like to know, has he made an impact on you? And speaking to a friend of mine today, he said to me, he said, there is no reasoning or there is no proof that, in fact, that he was there for any of us. If I'm a billionaire and I'm looking to build my estate and my money and my financial gain, I cannot say that I'm going to be there for someone who doesn't have that kind of money as well. With what's going on with the uh, situation with black people being singled out, as I tell everyone, I used to be pro-people. Today, with the sadness of what I see that's going on, there is no way out for us if we do expect to look to someone to save us. We must save ourselves. My friend had said to me today, he said, not neither or any president has ever really done anything for us. So as opposed to being angry and uh, disenchanted by President Trump, he made a comment as though, what did Obama do for you? What did any president do for us? Anyone that has a lot of money, millionaires, billionaires, all in the same, they can never be free, regardless if they're Republican, Democrat, or liberal. I ask my family, what does that mean for black people? Making America great means to me is putting us in a lower class and keeping us there. We have to understand and be clear that unity among our people is what's needed. I am not neither or prejudiced. I have no issues with any race. The reason I call out is simply because we are the ones who have never consummated our lives. We never had that opportunity to come to this country as freemen. We never had the opportunity even as in our jobs, I look at my friends, I look at my family, some of them off work due to accidents or because of their skin color. These are jobs or professions that they went to school to achieve. I don't want to make it as though college is not a good thing for you. 
But as you see sometimes when we go to school back in the day, athletes, they made it by with their grades being bad, and they still achieved. This is a system that is designed to create a smoke screen for you. You raise your children to go to school, to get an education, to work a job for someone else. Generational wealth will never come from working for someone else. I learned this lesson very hard over the past 15 years. I have watched and stood by as many people who have went to college to achieve degrees can't even find work. We have to consider ourselves as if I'm going to work and spend all of my energy building and creating a company, it needs to be for ourselves. That's why today, as I sit and I spread the word that we must have our own. We must have our own banking business, our own institutions for real estate. Shout out there to my best, the best, Lorraine. She's now proud real estate and design, the real estate connection and design. You can catch her, Google her. She's here to help people acquire the things that we can't acquire without having an inside. In any aspect of any business or organization, you must have the economic flow. And there must be someone that's on the inside that cares as much as you do. For me, working as I do, I do it out of pocket, out of my own. Simply because what I realized is that this has been the best job I've ever had. It's an unpaid job, but it pays a greater pay. It's a greater priceless job, career that brings people together to open their voice, to open their minds, to open their imaginations, to understand that we are strong people. We are unique. We have, as some say, and as many say and declare and oppose, that we built this country. I can say that there were so many different people and immigrants that came to this country that created and built this country. I'd like to say also that if you're if you're one of those people that built or created or generated monies and profit, then you are a creator of this United States. When this country was founded and built, it was already belonging to someone else. Anyone that steps in and takes from someone land and all of its resources is not for you. President Trump never intended, actually, to help people who were not billionaires. It is sad to say and to see, as I see many people who support him, who are black and who are Latino, now, as we start to see the full make of everything, blacks don't even have a 
a running start. Let's look at it like Dr. Claude Anderson once said. He said, the only way to build is to gain economical strength. Economic strength goes in the form of credit, real estate, banking, financial institutions, and services for social needs. We can do that. That is what we're required to do. Now I reach out to everyone and say, bring your stories, bring your knowledge, bring your skill, bring your expertise. That's what's needed. And looking at if you pay close attention, we've never in our history ever had a president that tweeted and answered negative publicity. I, for one, feel that anyone that runs for government should focus on the issues at hand. One thing that I know is that anyone who talks about the next person or has a third-party idea, they're only trying to deflect the attention from themselves. I ask, do you believe that Trump is for you? For those who came out the woodwork to vote for him, the struggle is real, as my daughter would say. It's very real. And what we need to do is to get that economical side of things. That's what we don't have. Also, by association, I've been told that all of the resources that we currently have are going to be taken. So for people who have been requiring to have assistance via government, it is all to make you complacent. I was brought up to believe that you have to work for everything that you get. You have to earn it. In order to earn what you achieve, you have to be willing to give it your all. Hard work. Hard work, dedication, thought-provoking, and unique ideas is what we need. I reach out to you and I tell you every night at this time that I need your help. I need your help to be a voice, to hear your different ideas, to be able to bring to light what it is that we need to do. I'm only one person, but I do have collectively enough people that are willing to give it a try. In looking at what do you think that Trump is actually planning to do, I was hoping that maybe I would get a call in that would give me an idea of what it is that you believe that Trump's purpose is. Now, I'm only one person in my opinion. It's just my opinion. But I don't believe in any form or fashion that anyone that has uh, a lot of money is there for us. Some people say, well, Oprah just bought BET. And as well, we have uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z, and all these people in entertainment. I think it's more so a, a situation where that's what they think that we can do. I'm going to share with you what someone shared with me the other day about what the thoughts of a white man in reference to where we stand. I don't know if I shared this with you the other night, but in thought, 
and as well in action. This is something that we need to do to generate generational wealth. When you're born poor and that you do all that you can do, and let's keep in mind, a lot of people start from absolutely nothing. But in 2017, where there's no resources, you have gentrification, you have people being moved out of their homes, high rents, there's a need for a together working. That's what we need today. Uh, hold on, bear with me. I do have a text coming in. Let's see who this is. Paul keeps disconnecting. Oh, I see. Well, I am having a person that's calling who's trying to get in. Call back <laughs> to speak. Yes, I need your help. And as <laughs> give me one second. Okay. All right. And we go Trump. Okay. Uh, if you're out there and you want to talk, and just press one and join in the conversation. We're almost down to 12 minutes. I believe that there's no one who, oh, and if you want to speak and join in the conversation, just press one, and I can bring you into the studio. I was very disappointed and didn't understand when I saw that uh, people were saying, well, Trump is going to, he's doing well. I don't know what you may consider. Let's see, bear with me. Have a, let's do a check-in. Hello? All right. I'm going to share with you guys kind of what I did see. In the first 100 days, what has President Trump done for us? I haven't seen anything that can materialize in making America great other than cutting back social services, cutting back Medicare, cutting back everything that he's taking is more so a personal attack on Obama. Some people say that Obama wasn't or didn't do anything for them. I don't believe that any one person can bring us out of what we're in today except for ourselves. And that's something that we have to do within ourselves. For me, I take that responsibility. And I say, well, I'm going to be a voice for you. All you have to do is work with me. We have, as well, as real estate covered, we have credit recovered. These are, more, these are things that must be done. You can't buy anything in this country if you don't have credit. And if you're being singled out, and refuse jobs. See, it is okay for you to go and apply for a job, but if that job doesn't require them to hire you, which no company does, then you're lost. For people who are already working in jobs, they're saying, and it's a resounding echo everywhere, that they're not accepted. As far as we being lazy, Blacks have a harder time being a black woman. There's two strikes against you as well. I hope you got that problem worked out with your phone. 
We're going to look at what President Trump did in his first 100 days. Take a look. We're going to pull it up. The first 100 days of Trump. Let's do a fast check. Trump said he will be making a big decision on the Paris Agreement, which he characterized as unfair. This needs context. In his first 100-day plan, Mr. Trump vowed to cancel payments to the United Nations Green Client Fund, a financial program intended to help poor countries migrate the effects of climate change. His budget blueprint included eliminating U.S. funds related to the Green Climate Fund, but the proposal has yet been enacted. While Mr. Trump is right in that the United States has said it would be it would add three billion to the fund, it is among three contributing contributing countries, many of them with advanced economics like Japan, one point five billion, the United Kingdom, one point two billion, and France, one billion. The United States ranks 11th in the world in terms of the amount per capita. According to Jay Timmings Roberts, a professor of environmental studies at Brown University, China, Russia, and India, send a shout out there to them, I have listeners there, have yet to add to the pool. But China has committed billions to provide direct climate action assistance to other countries, and Russia has pledged. $10 $10 million to separate United Nations climate program. He claimed that Paris Agreement will come at a high cost to the economy. This needs context. Mr. Trump may have been referring to the estimate from the Conservative Heritage Foundation that is disputed by the environmental groups. The World Resources Institute, for example, argues that the heritage study relies on the outdated and outer liar assumptions and ignores the benefits of the agreement. Studies from environmental organizations, the Obama Administration, Protection Agency, independent researchers, Citibank, and an organization for their economic cooperation and development have estimated and that acting on climate change will cost the economy, economy trillions. He took credit for the job early in 2017. This is very misleading. In just a few months, we have created 99 new construction jobs, 49,000 new manufacturing jobs, 27 new mining jobs. Who are the miners here? Finally, we are taking care of our miners. We love our miners. And we have over 600 new jobs. This is misleading. The United States economy added about 533 thousand jobs in the first three months of 2017, according to the the Bureau of Labor Statistics. But it's a stretch for Mr. Trump to take credit for all these jobs. The January figure, 2,216,000 was estimated before he took office, while the February figure of 219,000 was conducted about three weeks into its administration. In March, the number reflects the first full months of that Mr. Trump's presidency. The economy added 98,000 jobs. 
This needs context. Mr. Trump cited this ban and other lifetime ban for government officials and foreign lobbying. The five-year lobbying has, has could actually weaken an Obama-era rule and prohibited federal employees from lobbying until the end of his administration. He blamed Obama for the MS-13 gang's presence in the United States. Now, that's a new one. The last but very weak administration allowed thousands and thousands of gay members to cross our borders and enter our communities where we have wrecked havoc on our citizens. The bloodthirsty MS-13 has infiltrated our schools, threatening innocent children. False. Mara Savacha, or MS-13, precedes Mr. Obama's presidency by decades. The gang was formed in the 1980s in Los Angeles by immigrants fleeing the Civil War from El Salvador, and it gained notoriety in the 1990s for brutal violence. By 2005, MS-13 already had 50,000 hardcore members internationally and 10,000 active in 31 states in Washington. The same numbers Attorney General Jeff Sessions cited in early April. Some conservative outlets have argued that Mr. Obama's program, giving refuge to Central American miners attempting to escape gang violence, allowed for to flourish by admitting potential recruits. Mr. Trump's claim is less nuisance and inaccurate. All of this is misleading. I've never in the history of my life, in the 48 years that I have lived, saw a president outrightly lie. Never in U.S. history have, well, the second time in U.S. history, that we had an election that may have been rigged. Uh, is it time for impeachment? You have to pay close attention. He's not being impeached. Apparently, he does not know how to address America and his people, because he always has someone speak for him. If I'm to follow someone, I'd have to hear what they have to say. Any politician that that doesn't give a plan of action is one that you have to be wary of. When he came in, he said he's going to cut out taxes for the rich, which if you're below that 55000 that average family makes, then that doesn't fit for you. If you are working a job and you consider yourself to be high middle class, then Trump is not for you. Anyone who is not a billionaire, Trump is not representing for you. I never disrespect anybody. I have no personal disregard for Trump. What I do say is, What does that mean for black people? What does that mean for poor people? What does that mean for people who are making $55,000 a year and under? It means that he is not for you. He's not for me. He's not for anyone who gets up every morning, goes out and works for their job. It's meant for people who have been living on generational wealth, maybe the seven families as well. It's meant for them. As the days go by, and as more evidence and more testimonies are are taken on the Russia situation, I look forward to some 
justice. I don't believe that Richard Nixon even lasted that long after Watergate, and I'm very surprised. I believe this whole government is based on money. If you don't have it, then you're in that lower class of people. And if you do have it, you can buy a presidency. You can buy people. You can buy county and city governments and their officials as well. Tonight's show, which is going to be mm, one of the most uh, difficult topics for me, because in the first place, I really don't believe in uh, talking about people who really don't have a purpose for us at all. But at Urgent, I was asked to do this, <laughs> and so I did. A shout-out there to Crystal in Vegas. That's my baby there. She wanted me to do this for you guys to hear my side. I say we don't worry about Trump. What we do is we worry about what we can do and how we can do is what's most important. I'm going to be signing off for tonight's show. I'm glad and thank you for coming in and representing for me as always. A shout out there to all who are listening. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow at the same time, same place as well. And I'm bidding for you to know that in August we're going to be taking a trip in which I'll give you full details. Details tomorrow night on this three-day, two-night extravaganza, as my friend said, we're going to be going to Vegas. So until then, I'm signing off with Gina's Groove Theory. Be blessed. Have a prosperous night. And as well, get your mind on right. That's what we need. Bring what you have. Bring your voice and bring your gifts and your skills, and we can conquer whatever feat that we face. God bless. Have a great night. Mm-hmm.